When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbook to your notes section of season three. Boy meets girl meets boy meets world. I don't know. It's not an. It's not. We're we're doing a. It's it's a final exam time, class. Oh, that's good. Thank you. I just came up with that on the spot as my wife stared angrily at me. <laughs> um, this is boy meets girl meets boy meets world. Episode titled. Exam. Oh yeah, that was really easy, wasn't it? <laughs> okay. Um. Yes, it's our season three wrap-up. It's time to finally kick this into high gear, and to do that, we have a special guest. Uh, you may know him as the guy I've talked to uh, talked about three or four times during our show. Uh, he does another podcast or two. I'll let him explain that here in a second. Mike from yeah. T3 Media. T13. It's close T13 to Media. <laughs> I'm the worst. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very easy to remember. That's the, I I'm not in the marketing department, so. Well, the problem. So, like, I follow you guys on Twitter, and um, I follow your um your Twitch. So, like, when you guys go live, I get the Twitch notification. Yeah. So I see it a few times a week, and I just said T3 Media. To be fair, if you look at it quick, it looks like T I T Media. So tit. <laughs> Media, media. <laughs> which I brought up before, but you know, yes. Yeah, so I, my name is, uh, I go by Hi-Fi Mike, and I am part of Book It, a wrestling podcast, as well as Debatable, both on T13 Media, and uh, I, yeah, that's that's about it. That's me. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Book It is a really fun show for any wrestling nerds at all. Like. Uh, it's basically, and I was really excited because Mike reached out to me at one point and said, Hey, I know you like wrestling. How do you feel about doing my podcast? And I looked at it and it's just, Tanya was like, this is perfect (laughs) because it is everything that I do when I'm watching wrestling or before the wrestling show starts. And I'm like, here's how this needs to go down. This is how they should book Nakamura. (laughs) So... He legitimately would listen to interviews with Freddie Prince Jr. and be like, well, he was talking about how he wrote this, but I really think he should have written it this way. I'm just like, what? (laughs) Yeah. You're just reimagining it? And then he would actually um, be like, well, this is probably what's going to happen. He would prophesy over what was going to happen over the next month. And most of it was accurate. It was crazy. Yeah. You You should become a dirt sheet writer. (laughs) <laughs> I, I would hate my life um no it that would be uh it, it's just a fun show you guys do a really great fun show um i haven't really listened to debatable yet i need to so i apologize it's it's like book it but uh without the wrestling it's it's about really everything else we don't actually book anything but we argue a lot that's <laughs> that's, that's See, how that it's sounds to like it. it's it would be my kind of thing oh yeah arguing? we do yeah. a lot of we do a lot of tournaments so, like, most of the time, usually once an episode, like, we'll take a bunch of things and nominate them and then eliminate them through, and that, it gets pretty heated. I usually am the one that gets mad. Everyone else <laughs> has terrible taste. Okay. <laughs> um. Bad opinions, terrible taste, 
And that sounds like my cup of tea. I think oh, yeah. I need to listen to that one. <laughs> you can check it out. It's 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 a fun show to do. You can come on. We'll, we can bring you on. But we always like to have guests. Um, uh, yeah, Tanya should do it. Oh, I already goodness. did book it. Yeah, you should come on debatable. You'll have you'll have fun time. You can I both come on. You guys on. want me <laughs> arguing with you guys. That's the whole point of the show. My wife was also was on debatable once. And really? Yeah. It, we we brought it to a different level. It was it was our our household bickering on a podcast. I was about to so, ask that. Did it turn into like just oh, yeah. you guys arguing? Yeah, it, it did. <laughs> it trust me. It it's fun. You'd have yeah, fun. Don't... Don't worry, we understand. <laughs> Sometimes our podcast turns into that, and we're like, Ugh, maybe we should calm down. We listened back to season three, episode one today to just kind of see where things were, and I was like, man, we were arguing. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we're here to talk about season three, episode one, but before we do, I mean, what? not episode one. Well, epi- we can. Episode one through 21. Yeah. 22? I think it was 22. All right. That's why we have our Boy Meets World expert with us. Yeah. <laughs> We're here to talk about season three. But before that, Mike, what have you been up to lately? Uh, well, I'm an essential worker. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's that. But, uh, I mean, other than that, nothing. Because it's work and home and, po- and podcasting. And that's, it doesn't get any easier than that, I guess. Yeah. No, <laughs> so things feel pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. It, it's starting to pick back up at work, too, because so, Ohio, where I'm at, they opened on May 1st, so I guess nobody's seen the finger quotes. I did finger quotes, but... Um, <laughs> I think I heard them. Uh, so, yeah, things are getting back to normal overall. They're about to have, like, outside restaurants, which doesn't make any sense, but sure, why not? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's starting to pick back up, and it's really just been getting along to the next day and watching boy meets world because that's really it that's really it yeah it's a very comforting show yeah and kind of simple that's about where we're at too because we are essential workers too so we're working we're like life is pretty much normal it just it's just a little more stressful and a little more scary so like uh everyone else is like i've been stuck at home for six weeks and we're like yeah everything sucks but we're going to work yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I'm just like I kind of wish I was stuck at home, and still got a paycheck. Right. <laughs> that that's that's where I'd be at. I'm. I'm glad I have a paycheck. That's what it comes down to. I feel bad for people who don't. Yeah, I agree. Yes, me too. Um, Tanya, what have you been up to? Real quick, I know we got to talk about this partially because you're going to hear them in the background for real. Maybe uh, our chickens came this week. We got eight hey. chickens, eight baby chicks. They're very cute. And where do they have to be raised before they can be put outside? Uh, right now? Uh-huh. In our bathroom. Our bathroom <laughs> about four feet away from where we're sitting right now. And I didn't think about that when we were, we were setting up this episode. It's our half bath. Mm-hmm. So it's very small. They're happy in there, though. It's nice and warm. They like it. So they're, they're so babies? Cute. Yeah, they're chicks. They, they pack them when they're a day old because they don't need food or water for the first 48 hours of their life. So when they're a day old, they <laughs> pack them in a box and ship them. And that's uh, ours came I, on Wednesday. I I want we we always talk about getting chickens. We just don't have a backyard for it. Mm. That sounds like a lot more work already than I'm willing <laughs> for. So I don't like I don't like small animals to begin with. 
So, mm. like, I like animals already grown. So, like, mm. I don't like it. I, I don't hate kittens. I forgot to have a kitten or a puppy. I get one that already knows what's going on. Right. <laughs> well, I think that you can get chickens pretty easily that are adults mm. already. But they say that, like, chickens develop a loyalty to, like, your yard and your family. So, like, in our neighborhood, we actually, sometimes there's, like, chickens just, like, walking up the road because they get out of their yard. Mm. We have chickens a lot in our neighborhood. (laughs) And it's because they don't feel as much loyalty to the person that they live with. I guess that makes sense. I wouldn't, these chicks ain't loyal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it's also way cheaper to get them as chicks. Hmm. Maybe. I can't imagine. It wasn't I, cheaper for us. Well, because we paid for shipping. Right. I was just going to go, go like chicken hunting, find some fertilized eggs, and just hatch it myself. Yeah, do that. <laughs> that but then you're even, now you just, just added... Sit, are you just going to sit on right. an egg? You said yeah. buying chicks was too much work, and you're now right. you're like, I'm going to hatch them as babies. Well, if I'm going to, all right, if I'm going to get chicks anyways, uh-huh. let's try to hatch them, because then i got to pay for shipping. I just wanna... You could just find your nearest tractor supply and just hope that they have chicks in stock. I, I'm i sure we have one around here somewhere. Yeah, they're only like $3 <laughs> each. I just can't wait until someone tells on you and says, you hear, you hear Mike? He was uh, talking about getting chicks on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then they tell your wife, and yeah. then she goes on Debatable, and you guys argue about it. Yeah. <laughs> she won't come on anymore. It's all right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we they're in our bathroom, not far away, and they are they choose their times to like just start chirping like crazy, and I think it's okay so far. But the, with our setup tonight, like we have it like set the microphone set to omnidirectional, so it's gonna pick up everything, and there's gonna be oh, chicks yeah. at some point. So I apologize, listeners. And I, I say yeah. you're welcome because who doesn't want to hear the chirps of baby chickens? I don't hear them, so I think you're safe. Okay. okay. For now. <laughs> Uh, so I guess we should talk about Boy Meets World, huh? Maybe, yeah. We watched Boy Meets World, season no, three, we didn't. all of it. We didn't watch it this week. <laughs> Did I you watch it. it this week? I, I watched it twenty minutes before getting on. Nice. So I watched an episode. I was like, well, I need a little refresher, and so I watched some of the early part of season three because I feel like I just watched the end part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so I feel, you're I feel more the same prepared way. than we are. A, a little bit, but don't <laughs> let that fool you. <laughs> it was just the one episode. We we went through all of our notes to to because we take extensive or I take extensive notes at least. I take notes, and uh, it was crazy. Like looking over season three, episode two, and I'm like, when was this? I don't <laughs> even like this was so long ago. It. Season, all right, so see, when I was watching earlier, see, the first part of season three feels completely different from the second part. Like, yeah. The second, it's co- a com- almost a completely different show altogether. Just the focus shifts, and I mean, you even had Frankie and Joey on the first half, mm-hmm. and nowhere to be seen in the second. Yeah, that's one thing I, I thought of when I was going through my notes. Like, there was so much Frankie and Joey, and now all of a sudden, nothing. Right. We get the big Frankie episode, and then that was pretty much it after that. It was his finale. Yeah, although he showed up in the um, the episode where he was playing pool with Eric, too. I think that yeah. was after his episode. There was that. I, I think Joey's done. I think after three, Joey's done. But yeah. I think... No, no, they both show up again, right? Because there's still the Vader episode. The, the one where they... 
Is Joey 16, in that one? It, yeah, I'm pretty. No, maybe it's maybe it's his little brother. Not yeah, Joey. I don't. I don't remember Joey being in anymore, but I also haven't seen season four in forever. Are we looking into the future right oh, now? I yeah. what? There's no season four. <laughs> what if we don't get picked up for season four? I, I had a feeling I was gonna. Oh, my bad. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of, so you you are a big wrestling fan. How do you yeah. feel about the wrestling centric episodes of uh, uh, Boy Meets World? I, I so the one where Joey, not yeah, Joey and Corey fight or wrestle is probably one of my most watched episodes that I've ever <laughs> watched. Even like what even when I was out of wrestling, I feel like I always went back to that episode. That's probably one of my favorite episodes. Period. Um, I think you didn't like it, if <laughs> I, I remember correctly. I was about to ask, how did you feel I about our it. take on it? <laughs> I, 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 see, I, I, all I remember is Alden didn't like it, if I remember correctly. I didn't love it as like a let's break down this episode story, mm-hmm. but it's still fun to watch. Like, Yeah, so, with, with Robert Goulet coming in and singing, I was just like, <laughs> this is the most off-the-wall stuff in this entire show. And it was just out of itself because after that it gets really it it does hit like a serious tone with eric uh in the the internship and sean's dad uh so maybe i don't know it's just a fun episode yeah we talked about that i think where it was like they always throw these weird like crazy fun episodes in almost like a well guys get ready because it's gonna get intense Mm -hmm. now but yeah so you heard Alden go, eh, I don't like this wrestling episode. And you were like, let's get him on our podcast, <laughs> our wrestling podcast. I, I, yeah, I don't remember if I if he was on before that or after. I don't remember either. It's, it's been a blur. <laughs> yes. Well, everything's a it's blur right now. It's been a blur, now. but also like 55 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so were you a wrestling fan? Did you watch these episodes when you were a kid? Yeah. Were you a wrestling sure. fan already at that point? Or did I was... These... Yeah, I was a, you. a wrestling fan probably since the age of like, like okay. ever since I can remember. I, I, the reason I say two is that's what I feel like I sort of have memories of it. But yeah, so I've been a wrestling fan basically. So your family was into it, I would assume. My stepdad was. My real okay. father hated it. My stepdad okay. was really into it. So he would always tell me it was fake. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Here, but he he yeah. paid for me really early. Spoiler alert, guys! He, yeah, wrestling my, is he, fake. He didn't know it's it's predetermined. Uh, he would always tell me, "Oh yeah, uh, Hulk Hogan and whoever he was facing, like they're going out and have a beer after this." All right, I was <laughs> I was like five or six, but <laughs> that's fine. Well, the craziest shit is, um, how old are you now? Uh, thirty-one. So 31. at 30, 31 and I'm thirty-six. Ugh. But the same thing that you were told when you were a kid, like, people still tell me now. Like, right, no, they you, do. You know that's fake, right? <laughs> yeah. No, shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's fun. Just have fun with it. You should just try to convince them that you think it's real. Yeah. yeah. Just spend all of your energy just being like, what? No. Like, you don't think AJ Styles came back from the dead? Like, what's wrong with you? Right? <laughs> John Cena got trapped in a, a wormhole? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, I, I was a wrestling fan at this point, so it was really fun when I was a kid to see Vader, because I, I loved Vader. Oh, yeah, um, in the 90s for sure. Yeah, and then later on we get more cool stuff, but for now it's just Vader. Um, 
Anyway, so let's talk season three a little more in depth. Okay. What do we want to talk about first, Tanya? You want to do uh, what our favorite episode of the season was? Favorite episode? Yeah. Yeah. Mike, are you prepared? Do you know what your favorite episode was? You guys He's go prepared. first. He just watched it. I'm going yeah, to flip through the episodes real quick. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I'm sure I'll know. I feel like I knew earlier, but I don't know. Um, Tanya, while he looks up, what's your favorite episode or favorite episode? My favorite episode of season three was Rave On, which was like... Eight, episode was, 8. Was it 8? I yeah. thought it was 11. Oops. It was episode 8. It was the one where Eric oh. and Corey uh, are setting up the party. Yes. And Corey, like, guilts Eric into doing the party, and then they find out that it's Amy and Alan's wedding anniversary, so... You said Corey. Eric guilts Corey right. into doing oh, the party. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So... And then they switch it up to be the anniversary party, and then the monkeys are there, and... Yeah, I loved that episode. That's my favorite. Um, mainly because we have a really funny Frankie moment, and that one is where he's, like, wooing Amy, and it's just the best part. He's, like, <laughs> asking her to dance, and then he, like, is like, I have something for you, and it's her watch, and that whole part is just so, like, charming and funny. I love that. Um, plus, the monkeys were, like, so good at the end. And... We have the best line of the entire season in that show. Which is what, Tanya? Topanga's going crazy. She's having a moment. And her dad comes over and he's like, Tippy, have you been eating meat? (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That that does ruin one of my trivia questions for later, so whatever. But (laughs) go ahead. Uh, Mike, did you find your episode title? Yeah, it's actually the one I watched earlier today okay um it was the it was he said she said okay that's the one where uh um uh harley and uh what's his name griff i just, uh, watched, griff. I just watched it yes griff, griff yeah uh, no we, i we were talking about this episode earlier and i definitely called him biff so <laughs> he cannot stop calling him biff he did he did that on the on your yeah. last episode just a huge too, back to the future fan is the problem <laughs> Maybe that's where they got it. Maybe they just decided to name him close to, to Biff. It makes sense. Because. Like, he has his kind of energy. I I liked the difference between seeing Harley and, and Griff when it comes down. Like, they were two different managing styles when it came to <laughs> yeah. Frankie and Joey. Uh, and it's... I feel like Griff used Frankie and Joey while... Um, Harley was actually their friend. Yeah. So Frankie yeah. did try to steal his girl. So I don't <laughs> know, man. I mean, you know, friends make mistakes. I think they definitely had a camaraderie where Griff didn't even know them. He was just using them as lackeys where, like, mm-hmm. Harley knew them. Um, and, and part of that, he knew how to manipulate them. But, like, they also knew how to manipulate him. There was a almost an even playing field there. Mm-hmm. Well, and that was Griff's strength overall. Griff's thing was manipulating everyone. Like mm-hmm. he, that was his forte. Like he manipulated Joey and Frankie. He manipulated Corey. He manipulated that the jock who wanted to beat him up. Yeah, he um, was a talker. Yeah, he couldn't. He wasn't a fighter. Whereas, uh, uh, what's his name, Harley, could have beaten any of them up at any time. Yeah, Which but we never really saw to. him do that. 
<laughs> he tried to beat him. He tried to beat him up, and then and then that's when Joey and Frankie, quit. like, I don't want to fight. And he, all right, this is done right. here. Yeah, no, that's a good episode. Yeah, we always watch him almost fight. I don't think he. You're right. I don't think he ever fought on screen. But I don't, I, well, Corey and Sean fought. Corey and Sean fought. Corey, Corey and, and Eric, Eric fought. Yeah. Um, I think that they didn't want to make. Harley and Joey and Frankie seem as bad as they were, like, because they wanted to make them more, they wanted to make them endearing, yeah, because there are moments with all of them where you're like, oh, what a great guy, but you forget, like, he's actually a bully, he's probably beating the hell out of kids off screen, but we don't know that, we don't see it. Right, I think we were listening to our first episode of the season and we were talking about how all of a sudden we're seeing Joey and Frankie do bully things. Like they were bullying kids Mm -hmm. into going to the movie and all of a sudden, like they just did it for that episode and that was it. Like where they're actually like hurting people. And then it was like, Oh, wait a minute, let's ring this in. But can you, they're not as likable. Can you imagine them doing like a heartfelt uh, Harley episode? Like, Oh, Harley's got it so rough. But, like, immediately after that, they do an episode where he's just punching a child in the eye until he's bleeding. And you're like, no, stop, just stop. Like, you wouldn't be able to care about his heartfelt episode right. anymore. It would be like, no, that dude's a piece of shit. Yeah, I think I think when it came, comes down to Harley, maybe he, he probably didn't actually fight the kids. He pushed them around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he, he was... fought older people. Because he was 38 years old. <laughs> yeah, he fought he had adult. a receding hairline. Yeah. He, he got in a bar fight and then went yeah. to school the next day. Yeah. That's how he got his aggression yeah. out. All right. So I couldn't pick one favorite episode. Um, I picked two. Uh, episode 11, City Slackers, where Corey and Sean go up in the mountains. Oh, mm. yeah. And they have the really, like, really heart-wrenching and heartwarming moments with Mr. Feeney. Yes. Um, where they end up having to dig in the septic tank for Mr. Feeney's watch that he got from his wife. Um, and episode 13, New Friends and Old, um, which was, well, one of the one of the episodes that really drove me crazy with the blurbs. So <laughs> New Friends and Old was the one where Frankie becomes their friend. Uh, and we said that we were going to talk about some of the Disney Plus blurbs this week, some of the mm-hmm. bad ones that made us uh, groan when we were reading them and we didn't talk about them on the show. But we are convinced that Disney Plus has changed their blurbs because there was one night where Alden and I were sitting there just reading blurbs and laughing hysterically <laughs> because they had nothing to do with the episode. And then we went back to find them tonight and there were two. Were, yeah. Did they say Corey in, in other people's names or was there a chance it got mixed up with another show? No, there were some that just didn't make any sense. They they did say Corey and Sean mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but they were just like, there's still a few of them. Like uh, episode 13, um, New Friends and Old. That episode is about Frankie being their friend now. Mm-hmm. There is a very small side plot, B plot, um, with Mr. Turner and an ex-girlfriend. And the the Disney Plus blurb on that is... Turner turns an old love into a new friend. Like, that was about four seconds of the episode. It almost feels like somebody at Disney Plus who was in charge of the, the blurbs just, like, threw the episodes on, <laughs> yes. wasn't paying attention, looked at the TV, was like, oh, that's what it's about. 
and wrote that down. Well, yes. So episode six, This Little Piggy, the one where, I mean, it says in the title, This Little Piggy, the one where Sean gets the pig and he and Corey, I mean, uh, Topanga have the big blow up and Corey has to mediate the whole thing. The blurb on that is Eric bribes Feeney to get into his first choice college. Like, I so the 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 thumbnail on that episode was Eric and Mr. Feeney at the opera, and I think somebody saw that that thumbnail and they were like, oh, I didn't remember this one. That's good. Yeah, that's what happened. That's one of my favorite episodes. That's probably that, that's probably tied for my. My problem with that episode is it was really good. But Topanga drove me crazy, yes. and I don't like being mad at Topanga. I, I, I'm not gonna lie; it was the pig. Pig did for me. The, the little <laughs> little Corey did it for me. Little Corey and all the jokes about Little Corey, yes. and like when Sean is saying it has nothing to do with you. Come on, Little Corey was so good. <laughs> I love it when the pig is sitting at the lunch table. That is like my favorite, and it's like everything is going on normal around them. Like everyone's eating lunch, and this pig is like sitting in the cafeteria having lunch with them and no one is doing or saying anything about it i love that so unrelated to this episode but kind of related i once owned a pig for four days four days (laughs) four days just like sean yeah that's how long we've owned chickens (laughs) i had i got the pig and within that four days i gave Uh the pig to someone else (laughs) okay (laughs) because it was not gonna work (laughs) <laughs> I I lived in a small apartment. It was a potbelly pig, and in that four days, he doubled in size. Not so even a the, joke. It was the same situation. It except was except Sean got his pig back, it, and then we never saw him again. I gave it to somebody at a farm. I gave it to somebody who had a farm. It was like this is not going to work. I have a picture. I, I'll put I it get under. that. Yeah, do that. Um, I I mean I understand that because. I mean, I think I said that during the episode, but there are so many stories of people who got pigs and they're like, I love little pigs. This is going to stay little forever, right? And everyone's like, actually, no, it doesn't. It gets really big. And they're like, oh, I got to get rid of the pig. If you get a pig and it's a male pig, the only thing I recommend is get it neutered. Because if you don't get it neutered, you're going to give it to somebody at the farm. (laughs) It was bad. Yeah? Oh, yeah. In four days. not, Not podcast friendly. Stories, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. It's, <laughs> it, he was a cute pig. I don't remember. I remember what I wanted to name it, but I can't remember what it was actually. I, I wanted to name it Abner, but I don't remember what it was actually named. It was named another normal pig. Normal pig name? Yeah. I mean, Abner is a normal pig name, so, I think. I right. think all pigs look like Abners. There's Abner, and then there's, what's that other famous pig? Um, Wilbur. Wilbur. That's his, that was his name. Oh, Wilbur. Wow. I got it. It was already named Wilbur. Wilbur is my favorite pig. I want to name it Abner, but it was already named Wilbur. And it came, you can call it, say its name, and it would pay attention to it. So it was smart. It was cute. Eating a pig is the cutest thing on the entire planet. (laughs) Period. But you haven't had chickens yet. I have not. But chickens don't go. (laughs) (laughs) Eat the food out of your hand, and it's the cutest thing. But that's where it stops. Tanya wants a pig. I want a pig so bad. We don't have the space for a pig. Not... I want a pig and goats. When uh, goat, we I the same. I will <laughs> honestly, I'd probably get another pig, but it's going to be an outdoor. Right. Pig. So, and yeah, I got to have south. an outdoor pig. 
Yeah. If I ever move south more where it's warm mm. and I got more space, I'll get a pig and a goat and some chickens. You can get, like, one of those, like, furry, curly-haired pigs if it's cold outside. Probably, yeah. I would... I'm going to leave it up to my wife to choose the pig because I'm not allowed to choose the animals. That's her department. I'm going to find her on social media and I'm going to be like, you need Mangolitsa pigs. They are curly, long-haired oh pigs. <laughs> and they're very cute. Tanya watches a lot of farm stuff on the internet. <laughs> she will. The next thing I know is I'd come home and there'd be a pig here. I swear. You're like, welcome. You, you and my wife would get along so much. <laughs> That's, that's, but that's also how we ended up with three rats. I, she kind of showed me some rats, and then I was like, "I want a, a, a rat would be cool." And it's like, "Well, they got to get them in twos, and now we have three. And if I would I let her, there'd be rats. like eight. <laughs> yeah, I have to, I have to put my foot down when it comes to, to little rodents, the little animals, because we can't have big animals. We have two cats as big as they can get. Yeah, I get that. We have a small house. We can't get much. But we, we can get stuff for outside. Yard. Yeah, we have a huge mm. yard. Um. Anyways, Anyways so Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. Um, I, I wrote down some of my favorite moments. Do you have any of your favorite moments, Tanya? Or did um, you already write down that Tippy, have you been eating meat? Tippy, have you been eating meat is my favorite line. My favorite moment was Frankie wooing Amy. I thought that was just so cute. I, I really enjoyed um, when Mr. Turner and Sean were having the fight early on in episode two. Um, and Mr. Turner said, and it was so big, I thought, he he pointed out, Sean, every time we fight doesn't mean someone's going to leave. Because, like, that's all Sean knew at that point. And mm-hmm. it was such um, an emotional turning point, I think, for them as a whole, but also for Sean. Like, he needed to hear that. He needed to know, like, hey, look, sometimes people fight, and that's okay. Um, so that was big for me. That's a lot less fun-loving than Tippy. have you been eating meat, but... I thought that 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 moment still, even though that was episode two, that that moment meant a lot to me. Yeah, I think if I were to like have written down multiple moments, it would have been just a Mr. Turner moments and then Frankie moments and Mr. Turner moments and Frankie moments because I started out Mr. Turner time just completely disliking him thinking I was going to stay that way. And now I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm an adult. And I like... I relate to Mr. Turner, and I love Mr. Turner. It's insane how early on you hated him so much, and I was like, I don't know, and you were like, yes, he's awful. <laughs> um, but yeah, my favorite Frankie moment is the dumbest moment because he has so many great moments in this season, but I just, there's something about it, and I have a really weird brain, and like I, the things that I think are funny, other people don't think are funny, which Tanya and Aubrey <laughs> have both been pointing out to me for the last three days, but... Um, in the um, the Ravon episode, where uh, they they start letting all of Corey and, and Eric's family in, but um, Frankie's the bouncer, and Frankie goes ten buck cover charge, and that means you, Grandma. And Corey goes, "That's Aunt Liz, Frankie." And he goes, ten buck cover charge, and that means you, Aunt Liz." And it was just so funny to me. I mean, he's so good at delivering every line and making it mean something where, like, another person delivering that line would be like, nah. Well, and that's what it was. Like, it was just so, like, sing-songy and, like, slap-tick. Slap- slap- slap-tick? <laughs> slapstick <laughs> and funny. 
Mike, you got any favorite moments from this season? Um, you don't have to. No, well, so I probably the one that really sticks out that I can remember would probably be on the New Year's episode where John kept it's a string of moments. So he kept leaving the, the the car and going to a different car, and somebody's having a baby and a mm-hmm. party and cater, and that was that's probably the one that. I'd like the most because he just kept going, have his own adventure, and then coming back, and then going. <laughs> well, Corey and Tabanga and Eric are all having an awful time. Yeah, and I I don't remember if it was Eric or Corey where they were like, only an idiot could be having fun right now, and Sean is like, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> I that that would be like top ten favorite moment too because you see so many intense moments with Sean throughout this entire season. It's really the Sean show this entire season. Mm. And this is, he's like carefree and just having a blast while everyone else is dealing like with serious things. He's the one who is just like having the best time ever. Well, because to Eric and Corey and Topanga, like they live these normal charmed lives and Sean's life is crazy, and he's always going through awful things. Yeah. So being stuck on a subway to Corey and Eric was like, how could we be stu- stuck on a subway? This is terrible. And Sean is like, who gives a shit? Like, you understand? Like, my dad left, and I live with my teacher. <laughs> I'm on a subway. Who cares? I'm on a subway, and everybody loves me here. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I guess now we should talk about some of our least favorite episodes, least favorite moments. Um, Tanya didn't want to be too negative here, but I think it leads into what I want to talk about next, so we still got to do it. Okay. Do you want me to start? Do you want Mike to start? Mike, you got any least favorite episodes or moments? Yeah. uh, This is probably my least favorite episode of the entire series. Ooh. And that was I Was a Teenage Spy. Okay. I absolutely hate that episode <laughs> same 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 it's i didn't just, write down a least favorite episode but if i had it would have been that one it's so cheesy it's not even like good cheesy like a lot it's... of the show is good cheesy that's just cheesy cheesy like i if i can i skip it it probably has a couple moments i can i can bear but for the most part it's just i hate that episode I agree, although I will say that that episode, to me, was really instrumental in reminding me at 36 how good the 90s were. Like, until we talked about that episode, it really never registered with me how good that short slice of time was in the world and how every other slice of time in the world has been bad for the most part. (laughs) The nineties were a good time. I mean I was yeah. I was I was I'm like five years younger than you, so it mm-hmm. was a little different for me, but by the end of the nineties, I mean through, Things yeah. were starting to heat up. Two thousand yeah. was probably the last good year. <laughs> <laughs> and I think a lot of people think that because like well things were better when I was a kid. But if we look historically Mm-hmm. The 90s was was about as good as it has ever gotten. Mm-hmm. Technology was exploding. The internet came out. Music and movies had good budgets and, and were able to like take the world over. Sports were huge. You had so many things to lose yourself in. Video games were taking over the world. Um, 
and there wasn't a lot of war or conflict, and the racism had gotten a lot better at that point. Um, uh, there was just a lot of good going on in the world for about six or seven years, and then just everything fell apart real quick. I do think uh, Desert Storm was in the night, right? Was yes. That, yeah. yeah. Other than that, yes. Uh, there's a lot of things. It was a, also a weird. I feel like, as far because you mentioned racism, and the only reason it just, it, yes, it felt like it got better, but it also got weird. Like yes. they, people were definitely saying and doing things that definitely won't fly now. Oh yeah, and 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 when I say that too, like. I think I mentioned on that episode, but like I'm saying that as a as a privileged person, like there are a lot of people who didn't have it great in the '90s. Anybody of any other sort of sexual orientation had a terrible '90s. Yes, um, which is a lot of people. Yeah. Like it was great for cisgendered white people, but for anyone in marginalized communities, it was not great. Uh, right. I mean, they were being told that. Uh, well, anyway, I'm not going to go into yeah, let's it. Not... I'll save it for your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it wasn't fantastic. But to be a kid in the 90s, we had the best childhoods, I think, that we could have had. Um, but that episode in particular was, like, the least, like, fluid episode. Yeah. It had no fluency to it. It was just, like, a jagged edge all over, like... And Topanga's voice was just like grating. <laughs> it was so grating. It, it was terrible. Oh, her voice was so bad. Like, I I got what you're <laughs> trying to do. I get uh, it. Yes. But it was just, it hurt. It just yes. hurt my ears. <laughs> I started that episode with a headache. And once that episode was over and we sat down to record, I had a full-blown migraine that was, like, so painful that every time I laughed, which you can tell, I have a very loud, explosive laugh, it was jarring my brain. And I completely, completely attribute that to Topanga's voice in that episode. Yeah. Um, my, I think one of my least favorite episodes with truth was Truth and Consequences. Uh, it, the episode itself wasn't terrible, and there was a lot of good moments in that episode, mm -hmm. but watching Corey and Sean get blamed for reporting that something actually happened, like that a, the janitor was being a bad person, drove me insane for 22 minutes to watch them get um, guilt-tripped, I guess, for doing the right thing. Yeah, that one would have had like some of my least favorite moments, but I actually really enjoyed the episode. Mm -hmm. So it didn't quite make my list because there were a lot of things in it. it. It gave us a lot to think about, which even in the bad episodes, it's always good to remember that gives you stuff to think about. Um, but moment wise, it has some of the worst moments in it. Uh, Janitor Bud had no redeeming. Zero. Right. Never... And they tried to make it. If they would have had like don't have like don't have him go bet on horses, like right. actually make me feel bad for a minute. Like there's no reason they should have felt bad because yeah, sure he was about to retire, but he didn't do what he was paid to do. Like he left right. every it, day. It, it would have been so easy to just write it in a way where you say, "Oh, you want to feel bad about." Uh, telling on Janitor Bud, 
here's what he's been doing. He's been going to help his sick daughter in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, now I get it. What did you just do? Huh? Just now. Oh, well, I, I, I booked it. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that's, that's, and we've been talking so much longer than I expected to at this point, but. I knew this was going to happen. She did know this was going to happen. But I would like, with Hi-Fi Mike on our show, um, the the star of Book It. Don't We're tell Travis that. We're going to steal his idea. I'm not going to tell, tell Travis yeah, that. Yeah, don't tell Travis that. It's According to Travis, he's the star me and Demone, D-Money are the sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's book our own least favorite moments and book how we thought it should have turned out. All right. So... Tanya, yes. What's your least favorite moment? Because I know we were gonna work off this. Okay. Well, uh, we're not working off of my least favorite moment, so I'll oh, save not? that one for later. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> the one that I would want to change the most um, is in episode nine. Uh, Corey did not kiss Missy, like she kissed him, and then he went. And he was like, oh my gosh, Topanga, I kissed Missy. No, like you didn't. So in my version, he would go to her and be like, so this is what happened. Like she basically jumped me. She wouldn't leave me alone. I'm really sorry that it happened. I'm not going to put myself in situations like that anymore. But like, just, just so you know, like this was not my idea at all. And then and then Topanga would be like, you know what? Thank you for coming to me with this. Thank you for <laughs> trusting me with this. This is what a good relationship is built on. And then they move on. Instead of it being a situation where she acts like she can't trust him for the rest of the season. So where do you think it goes from there? So Topanga, so Corey, um, Corey explains himself. Mm-hmm. And Topanga's just cool with it? Topanga's cool with it, and then she doesn't use it against him for the next 10 episodes. So in that scenario, Mm -hmm. do they stay together forever? Do they break up a few episodes later? Mike? Oh, I think they still break up. I still think think there's going to be a reason they break up. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I think they, in order for everything later to happen, they have to break up. Because... Otherwise, if they don't do it now, it could be way worse later. I think in, in their case, breaking up was the right thing. So I would still have them break up. Just probably for something for something else. I mean, obviously, they're, they're still going to get bored of each other, you know. Right. I just think the way they broke up is what should be changed. Because I okay. thought that was, that was, that was, that was probably one of my least favorite moments. We just it, it didn't make sense. <laughs> it, yeah, like they like, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? Uh, and then they tell each other and like, oh, we. Should, and then they're we, like, well, so I guess we're breaking up now, <laughs> right? I, I, most. <laughs> and then they're like, like, no, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. And then they walk back and forth for five minutes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, all right, Here, hold on. I know we're booking it, but I think what I would have done is when Corey ran back and yelled for Topanga, she would have still been an earshot. Exactly. Yes. Like, so I would have had her come back, and then I don't think they should have broke up then. I would have, I guess, 
maybe an episode later, but not for that, not how they broke up. I think how they broke up was what I don't like, not that they broke up. Right. So. So what do they break up over? How does this play out? So you you have them go back to the dance, right? And they're they're in the dance. And then, so the next episode, which I don't know what the next. Uh, uh. So, and I'm sorry, this, this is a book it move where I say start saying something. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, uh, the next episode was Stormy Weather. So, no. Mm. The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. So, Corey and friends teach Sean how to keep a long relationship with a girl. That's a Disney Plus blurb. Corey and friends teach Sean. But, whatever. No. Um, Corey and friends was Corey and new, Inca, who new, were now friends. New yeah. friends and old friends is the next one. Grass is always greener is the one they broke. Oh, oh you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So, um, and and that one, that are first of all, I want to. I'm looking at the blurb here, and this is a spoiler just in the blurb. Ori and Topanga <laughs> decide to break off the relationship. Yes, yep. I what? wrote that down too. That's, what <laughs> they tell you the end of the episode in the blurb. So I guess the next episode would have been new friends and old friends, right? Mm-hmm. So. But I think if we, if I remember correctly, that episode was actually recorded before the grass is always greener. I don't remember that, so we'll say yes. So, so we'll go. But they were, I think they were broken up in New Friends and Old. Maybe. They probably didn't mention it. They probably just maybe not. Probably one of those episodes where she just isn't around enough. Right. So that sounds about right. I think. No, because I'm looking at the, the the whole season, and they don't stay broken up that long. No. Mm-mm. It felt like forever. Yes. It, and when we were kids, it probably felt longer. But mm-hmm. for us, it felt like forever, too, because we are watching it week right. to week. It, it, it feels like forever. It feels like they're broken up forever and a half. And, but looking through, I guess... I would just have them mutually break up. You'd have to just put a scene in there, have it as a another plot where they do just realize they're in a rut. They just don't do it outside this dance for absolutely no I think I, I think you could have a moment where they're like talking to each other about, you know, they're clearly like bickering and somebody, I don't know if it would be Sean or no, Eli, Mr. Williams. Mm-hmm. And he's just like well, you guys don't like each other very much, do you? And they're like, yeah, we do, right? And then they're like, oh. That's a good way of doing it. I think that they should have broken up in I Was a Teenage Spy. He wakes (laughs) up on the couch, and she's looking down at him, and he's like, you're here. And she's like, you're an idiot. You keep on plugging things into the wall and electrocuting yourself. I can't be with an idiot anymore, (laughs) and then just leaves. That's way more. I'd take the dance now. Like... Uh no, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, fam. Um, <laughs> Am I giving you a headache? I'm so sorry. No. Uh, I that's very. I feel like their breakup needs to be more than that. I it, it needs to be the reason they're breaking. Like they need to come to a, a mutual agreement why they're splitting, but they need to be sure of it more than not. Because yeah. they really didn't seem like they wanted to break up. But now the more I think about it, I'm like, they had it right. Because even though he was in earshot, they were in earshot of each other. The way they broke up, 
Corey really wanted to get back together with Topanga the entire time. Mm-hmm. But Topanga, Topanga was ready to move on quick. Like, yeah. She wanted a little bit of freedom for sure. She started dating somebody else two episodes later. Yeah, you could you could think time wise of what it could have been two weeks. Yes, all, right, or it could have been the same week. We don't know. Um, yeah, and that guy was not cool. I did not like him. No, nah, he sucked. He was an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> to be frank, he was the old, the old the only the boyfriend shut on my back. So you've had this happen before. <laughs> yeah, like, but that that's pretty normal too, right? Like I feel like once you you you're with somebody and you're like this is the love of my life and then you break up and you're like i needed to find somebody completely different and you go out and you try to find someone completely opposite like i've done that have you done that you haven't had a lot of breakups so i can't Um, ask you you're completely opposite from anybody i was ever with so yes fair i yeah i i i I think i was had in my mind to go with somebody opposite and then ended up with somebody the exact yeah Except for my, my wife, I guess she's opposite. Don't tell her that she won't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like... I'm opposite for you. You're opposite than a lot of things. But, like, I did that a lot in my early 20s where it was like, oh, this relationship sucked. I need to find somebody the exact opposite. And then I'd find someone, like, crazy on the other side of it. And I'm like, well, that was a mistake, too. <laughs> but really, the problem was me the whole time because, like, you don't know what you want or what you're doing. Uh, you're not, like... Which- Brings us back to Corey and Topanga because right. they were 14 or 15. 15, and, yeah. Uh, they didn't know what they wanted. And they got a little bit too, uh, like, complacent, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, okay, this isn't working. And that happens. I think it was a realistic way for them to break up. It was just annoying for us as adults to watch right. it. Right. That's probably true. It. I just, I guess it just comes to outside the dance because I just don't understand why the have just gone in and like not so like let's just dance let's let's show everybody mm-hmm. off like the cool guy sean hunters with the french girl let's, let's <laughs> like why not yeah yeah um do you have any moments you want to book mike um, i'm looking through my notes now to try to find something yeah you know i had something and then i Talked about Corey yeah. and Topanga I, breaking and up. There's a good chance that was what I was going to book anyways. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, no, I mean, I guess a, a brother, brother, the speech Corey gave, just, he could have just given a regular old speech. I would have had him just give a speech and then at the end kind of like throw some shade. Uh huh. Yeah. Just some subtle, and then have like people be like, "What? What was that about?" And then have have um, Eric confront him and like talk to him, and then they like have kind of an argument, and then decide to go on the trip together. That's instead probably what. Of, I, it, instead of like the forty-five seconds of Corey saying basically like, "Look how sad I am, everybody." Right. Like <laughs> yeah, he could have been like, "Here's to my brother." Uh, this is Travis's thing to do the promos. Uh, <laughs> do it as Stunkel. <laughs> God, what? Here's my brother. What? Here's my sibling. What? Uh, um, if I had the mixer set up, I just I'll, I'll hit, I'd hit a button and said what? Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, he would have he would have basically just said his, you know, this is my brother. You know, we spent all this time together, and then I don't know, but we didn't, but we really don't know each other. And tell him have a good good life, like he kind of like he did, but not so melodramatic, and yes. just kind of hint at it. And then yeah, that's probably what I would have done. And the whole hiding the 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 letter thing, I wouldn't have had him do that. I would have. I also would have had, I would have booked Eric into college and then had him drop out of college. Ooh. That's that's what it would have been. It would have been like, he goes to college and it just, he just couldn't do it. And so he fell back on it. And he went back home and made up some excuse for, for a few episodes until they found out. Now I'm realizing it's just that 70s show. <laughs> I was about Lori. to say, where does that take him then? That's fine. It was before that '70s show, so yeah. they did it first. And then, well, then he would have he would have had that year off anyways, mm-hmm. and then tried again, and then then okay. he would have got into you know it still would have been the same destination but a different route, and just not you know him feel he was still felt sorry for himself, but it would have been like give him a purpose because when he looking into the future when he doesn't you know he just doesn't go to get into college is a pay party for the longest time and i know we're not in season four yet but the the only part that was really cool about him not going to college is when he did the secret agent man uh music video for a whole i don't know what you're talking uh, about you'll see you're i don't i've never seen the future i have i'm I am Mr. Mike. <laughs> He's a fortune teller. I, I know the future. I, I really wanted to book, and I don't think we have time for it, I really wanted to book Mr. Turner where it, when he says, um, Sean, I, it's not my fault. I just got around to filing your paperwork. Mm. Like, if if he hadn't said that, the entire rest of the season plays out differently. Mm-hmm. Like Sean's entire life plays out differently. Yeah. Period. Yes. Yeah. So, if he just said, like, yeah, Sean, I only just got the paperwork. Like, they just finalized the paperwork. Right. I would have been, I would have just been like, the paper, you know, yeah, the paperwork's this, in. These it's, things take it's time. Just being, it's being taken care of. Mm-hmm. Like, it was being taken care of. It's, it's not even that, it's even that he said he didn't, he didn't have the opportunity. You know, he didn't have the time. You don't say that. You just... I don't know. He could have just signed it earlier. It really didn't make sense why he didn't. I would have just booked him to sign it like three months yeah. earlier, like six months ago. So yeah, <laughs> the fact that he didn't sign it didn't make any sense. I get it. He was kind of nervous. That makes sense. But he could have just signed it and been done with it because he was already there. It, it, Chet was nowhere to be found. Uh, it right. didn't make sense not to. He had the paperwork. And it's only a few more years, right? Sean... He's going to be 18 soon enough. Mm-hmm. Right, and he knows he's going to do it. Like, just do it, get it out of the way, and then you have that big conversation with Sean, and you're not completely devastating him. Like, all of his thoughts and and fears were realized in that moment when he's like, yeah, I just got around to it. And now Sean, again, feels like he's not worth it. And if he... he was pushed back into Chet's, like, parentage by that comment, really. Yeah. Yeah, and that you're right. Like that, sh- the rest of Sean's life plays out differently from that point forward. Yeah, knowing the future, <laughs> it it comes in handy. 
I just want to. I just wish Sean would have. And, and I think Sean. I got Sean's side of it, but I also think he kind of overreacted a little bit. Like, hold on, calm down a minute. Just think about. Like he didn't think. Stop to think what's actually happening either. They both went about it wrong. And then going back, I going back to Chet after like. I I just don't. I've not been in that situation, but similar situations. It's just like you don't don't go go back to that. It's not going to change at all. It he left you how many times? He he's basically admitted he didn't care enough about Sean to stay to begin with. So I would have I wouldn't have had I just whatever to keep Sean away from Chet. That would have been the that- best way. All of that I agree with. Uh, keep him away from Chet, like, at any cost. Like, that, in a, in a realistic situation, which they played... Like, Sean's reactions to everything were very realistic. Mm. Like, it is the adult's job to react in an adult way and protect the children. Like, it was not Sean's job to react in the correct way. He's a child. He doesn't know how to react in the correct way. It was Mr. Turner's job to react correctly and to help Sean through things. It was Chet's job to react correctly and help Sean through things. Like it was not Sean's job. He hasn't learned those things. He hasn't gotten those tools yet. And he certainly hasn't had anyone there to teach him how to do that. Right. So like. You're, you're right. Mr. Turner saying what he said was like catalyst into basically pushing Sean back to Chet, pushing Sean to beg Chet to come back. And that brings me to my least favorite ever of, of anything. And that is Sean sitting there begging Chet to yeah. stay with him, which yeah. is the most heartbreaking thing I've ever seen on television. He should have had to beg his father to stay with him. And it's, that it was, it's, you should, I mean, you shouldn't have to do that. It's, it, it was, just comes down to it. And I think Mr. Turner could have fought harder to convince Sean not to go back. And it was just—I feel maybe he kind of gave up a little bit. That sounds yeah. mean, but no, you're right. And I think he kind of didn't want to have to deal with Sean. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's part of it. It was almost like it was a relief to him. But you're right. Like, if he could have just said, like, Sean, you just had to beg your dad for five minutes to take you, like, to live with you. Just come back with me and let your dad do his thing. Like, All he had to do was say, I want you with me. Like, I I want you with me. I'm happy that you live with me. Just please come home. All he had to do was call that his home and he would be home. It's all about, like, those comfort words. Like, all he would have had to say is, I want you to live here. This is your home. Please just stay with me. And then Sean would feel wanted. And that's all he ever, that's all he ever mm-hmm. wanted. Yeah, so uh, we kind of went over all that in the episode. And now we're doing it again, but um, <laughs> so let's let's just as a whole, how how did you feel about season three, Mike? Looking back on it as of right now, I probably say it's been my favorite season. Mm-hmm. I think overall, without you know excluding the few the few parts, it's probably my most memorable season. So I would say it's my fa- probably my favorite season 
until I'm sure I'll get to the next season and say the same thing. <laughs> but I think whenever I go back, season three gets played over others. Mm-hmm. Other than the college oh, yeah. time. Yeah. We'll get there. Maybe. Mr. Future. Um, <laughs> what? How, Tanya, how did you feel about season three? I love season three. I think it's hard for me because like the time that we're watching it in made it seem very long. Um, it was like, okay, this season has been going on for like six years, which sort of like made it feel a little bit weird. Um, and the episodes that were kind of like, eh, were like, I think like they came at the worst times for us. So it made it a little bit hard. Like the spy one was like, legitimately at the brink of pandemic yeah so it was just like whoa this is annoying um but this is the season where everything shifts like everything shifts it's really really interesting to watch that happen now as an adult like you know sort of like what has become a catalyst in certain things like sean is going back with his family and like Topanga and Corey have figured everything out and the Disneyland or Disney World Disney whatever. World Come on. whatever the Disney place I've never been there either so that's it's perfectly fine like I'm never gonna go so it's all same. the same to me it's just a mystic far far away place that as of right now to me doesn't actually exist so. <laughs> Alden would you like to uh tell us how much it does exist and yeah. how great it is because you've been there so many times yeah uh, it's just, you know, finding yourself in these places is so... No, it doesn't exist because <laughs> at this point, who knows what exists? Like, and that was what was so crazy, looking over all this stuff and going through my notes and, like, thinking about how... So we, we recorded the first episode on November 10th, 2019, and the world was an entirely different place. Mm-hmm. Like, we thought things were rough then. Our children were... Tucked away at school. Yeah. Every day. You 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 could go out in public without a mask. Yeah. Uh, Disney Plus was just about to come out, like the next day. Tanya was so excited for Disney Plus. We did. We talked almost a whole episode. I think we did actually. We did a decom tournament that week on Debatable in in <laughs> for release because it was releasing the next day after recording. So like we were we were hyped. And then we got it, and it's like you. <laughs> I'm just I, I like I open. I'm like I haven't gone to Disney Plus in a while. I open. I'm like all right, and then I go to something else. <laughs> at this point, it's just Boy Meets World Plus for me. So yeah, yeah. It's like I tried all even all the nostalgia. I've tried. To, I think I've sat through one decom since. Mm. I haven't been able to sit through an entire one because they're so. Not dated, but dated and corny. Yes. Yeah. And bad acting. Two. I sat through two, <laughs> actually. I lied. I sat through Alec. No, I didn't sit through Alec. Alec. Still watching that one. Uh, the house one. The the smart house. Smart house. And, oh my gosh. Um, the the one with the the movie theater. Um. Um. The haunted one. Yes, the phantom. Phantom of the Megaplex. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That one was the first one I watched, and that's when I started to remember, like, oh. These are right. bad. 
And the ones I really want to watch aren't even on there, like Famous Jet Jackson and... Um... I know. I was really, really, really looking forward to Famous Jet Jackson. I, I had downloaded it some, from somewhere a few years ago, but uh, I really wish they had the show on there because I'd love to sit down and watch that show again. And I get why it's not on there, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, there that there was that one and, and there, was the mum, there was one about a mummy that they didn't have on there think uh but it was one of my favorite ones to watch right now other than halloween town halloween town is still very good there wasn't a time that i ever really stopped watching that one yeah i still word them I still except for the it. third one don't like the third one every year we still watch it we put the, those on in hocus pocus and mm-hmm. i think during the fall and winter time, my Disney Plus will actually probably get used a lot more because I feel yes. like they've got a lot more stuff for fall winter time, right? And and like I'll I'll be more than happy to watch Halloween stuff and, and all that and um, Christmas stuff on on there because they've got a lot to offer in that way. But now it's just like spring to other other than Luck of the Irish, I don't watch anything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think yeah, because they do campy really well. And campy Halloween stuff is great, and mm-hmm. campy mm-hmm. Christmas stuff is great. But I think, like, it, I and I deal with this with video games all the time, too, like, where you remember something one way, and then you go back and you watch it, and you're like, oh, this isn't, that's not how I remembered it. I, like, was so excited about movies on Disney Plus that I loved, and shows from the, like, late 90s early 2000s and they are terrible yeah <laughs> like i was uh-huh. so excited about phil of the future and i turned it on and i was like i can't sit through this like i love these characters why can't i sit and watch them mm-hmm. um and a few disney channel movies that like i love i turned it on and i was like what what happened to this they changed it this it couldn't be it couldn't have been couldn't like be this when bad. i was a no kid. it's exactly i'm like i don't remember this being this bad um but it was um i was oh go no ahead. no no you go ahead I for, I, no i forgot <laughs> I, sorry. Oops. I forgot sorry uh not your fault boy meets world i think people have almost like migrated to it because it is still so good like there are people who have never watched it before that were like oh disney plus i'm gonna watch all these shows and then they're like oh these shows aren't great what let's watch boy meets world and they're like discovering mm-hmm. it with like their siblings and their family members for the first time, and that's really great because it is a really good show. Yeah, I, th- I think I've mentioned a few times during the season, but there are so many moments in this show that I think they handled things so well and so um, realistically that even now in 2020, um, people still don't get that stuff right, like. Some of these moments with Sean and Mr. Turner and Sean and Chet and and Corey and Sean and Corey and Eric, like these things don't play out that way still on TV. Like you're still getting lessons in Boy Meets World that they haven't figured out how to do in any other show in 2020. Mm -hmm. Even the painful stuff like Mr. Turner's reaction that we were talking about already was a realistic reaction. This is a guy who didn't have kids, who he's a teacher, he's not a parent. He would have reacted in frustration and anger. 
it was painful to watch because it was realistic. We hated seeing Sean feel that way, but that was also realistic. Yeah. So. I'm just mad that nobody pointed out that the Christmas episode that uh, where Mr. Feeney is goes to the... Do you even remember the episode you wrote? Yeah. I'm just <laughs> mad that you guys didn't say oh, my right. episode that I wrote was the best episode of the season. Oh. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. <laughs> so I listened to about half of it. Wow. Well, all right. So mm-hmm. I don't remember what was going on at the time, but I, I, I really wanted to listen to a regular episode. Yeah. I, I did. I, I listened to about half of it. I promise you, like <laughs> that doesn't but, make it he was better. Like, I don't remember any of this but, happening, and I remember and everything that happens in Boy Meets World, and this is driving me crazy. I can't <laughs> listen to it anymore. But I really wanted to hear. I well, that's the thing is, like, I really wanted to hear something, you know, something that I've already watched mm-hmm. because what happens is I pay attention. I listen to the the, the the show, but I I also do it while getting ready, doing all this stuff. And an episode like that, I have to sit down, yeah, and kind of like. Be prepared. So I pro- I'm going to go back. Mm-hmm. So I promise you I'm going to go back. Uh, but it, honestly, I'll probably do it because I won't have an episode to listen to this week. So I'll still listen to it this week. <laughs> so. Why won't you listen to it this week? I don't listen to myself. Oh. I get that. It's I don't listen to the only time I listen to myself on my own shows is when I'm editing. Mm-hmm. Because I hate the sound of my voice. <laughs> so, Alden so, does the same thing. Yeah. So I, I will... I'll go back. I got. I gotta. I won't have anything this week, so I'll go back, and I promise you, I'll listen to it, and I'll be ready for. You can ask me any question about it <laughs> next time I'm on. Speaking right. of questions, are we gonna do some trivia? An hour and fifteen minutes into the episode, do you want to do some trivia, Mike? We can try. I'm terrible at it, but we can try. I don't know. You seem to remember like everything about every episode. I'm. I really. He's on the don't. Wikipedia right now. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Well, I did have Disney Plus open and. I, as I don't remember things off the top of my head, I can look at a screenshot or, like, something small and kind of then remember things. And, yeah. But I'm really bad at trivia. Because when you put me on the spot... Good. But let's do it. Yeah. All right. Do you want me to ask the first yeah, question? Yeah, go ahead. You want me to ask the first you question? You ask the first question. All right. My first question is, in Season 3, Episode 11, what did George give Amy as a birthday gift? Oh, uh... Key. Yes. Nice. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. A key to what, Mike? To his uh cabin that he was gonna sell. Mm. Very good. All right. Now I'll ask a question. In the Poconos. You In... get one point. You get one point. Um, hey. Let's go. Kind of easy. What year did Corey travel back to? Nineteen fifties. Oh, seven. It was fifty-seven. Ah, uh, I was like, he's gonna close. get it. So Tanya gets a point. Yay! We're tied. I don't have anything. <laughs> All right. In season three, episode four, he said, "She said, what movie is Sean ordering on pay-per-view?" I don't. <laughs> Come know. on, Mike. Come on, Alden. Don't have you don't have a point. Idea. I don't want a point. I want Mike to get this because I don't I, know. Nope. You don't know. I don't know it. It. I don't know it. We had a whole conversation about pay-per-view because of it. Um, uh, was it a dirty movie? No. I'll, I feel like it would be a dirty it movie. It wasn't a <laughs> dirty know. movie. It was It was very surprising. 
What if I was fifteen with pay per view? That's what. I'm yes. <laughs> do you guys uh, want me to just tell you? Yeah. Or do you want to guess? I, guess I, what movie? Just um, make a guess. Forrest Gump. Yes. Wait, what? Yes, it was Forrest. It was a real Gump. movie. For some reason, I thought it was gonna be a fake movie. That's why I was like, no, it was Forrest Gump. Because I remember going, that's what he was trying to stay home from school and watch. Like, he was getting Forrest Gump on paper. Forrest Gump, all right. To be fair, Forrest Gump is a pretty good movie. It is a very good movie. So, you, you like know it. what? Now that you say that, I kind of now remember that scene better. I think I'm, he was... I must, like, subconsciously remember mm-hmm. it. But I was just trying to think of the biggest movie from that time period. It was Forrest Gump. That's, was that, that was, a, it was when he was trying to go back to school. Right when they, it was first day of school. Yes. Yeah, and then he's wearing the robe, but he's like, "Oh, come on, John, I'm gonna stay over watch Forrest Gump. Can you just write me a, a note or something like that?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then Mr. Turner just wrote, yeah. "No." No. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, right. I'll ask a question again. Okay. Um. See, I wrote down what is Topanga's dad's nickname for her, but we already discussed that. Mm-hmm. Um. What was Sean afraid that he and Dana Pruitt were gonna end up being? It's a, re- a weirdly worded question. Yes, that is a really weirdly worded question. Sean, uh, Mr. Turner and Dana's mom were going out on oh, dates. Si- sibling? They were going to be, they were going to be brother and sister, right? Oh, sisters. Sisters. Sisters, sisters, right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. We're going to be sisters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. So do we both get that one or do we no you can you, you get it i think so i'm in the yeah, lead I didn't, I didn't answer right yeah you're in the lead i'm in the lead i'm the winner somehow alden's gonna end up being the winner he's gonna answer one question he's <laughs> gonna be like well i won he just wins everything i just our family <laughs> games i All lose right. everything else in season three episode 10 train of fools what three things does sean need in order to have a good time Oh, there's more than one answer because there's three. Um, <laughs> nope, not coming to me. Give um, me three guesses, Mike. Three of your best guesses. I told you I'm not good on the spot. So, like, my mind literally went blank. <laughs> um, nope. Um... Babes? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, pizza? See, now I'm thinking B, and I'm thinking B, babes, booze, and, uh, uh. Does he say booze? Cause he's no, saying, he doesn't uh, say booze. I thought he it's was. It's another B word. Babes. Three-parters, b- b- maybe. Yeah, uh, this is a terrible question. <laughs> it's a very good question, obviously. I'm sure it's any I'm sure once you hear it, the answer, you're like, uh Are you guys ready? Nah, yeah, it's a good question. I just yeah. I'm mad that I don't know it. Ba- Food, babes, and birth. Oh. Uh it was uh, okay. Okay. Alright, good job. Thanks. Um I don't know if I have anything else. Uh what was this the news stations uh who eventually Eric's boss. What was his boss's name? Uh, <laughs> I've watched that episode a thousand times, mm-hmm. and I 
Nope. I thought Tanya was going to get this one Mm-mm. because she loved this episode so much. I do love that episode. I cannot remember his name to save my life. I just know he wasn't the janitor. Right. Exactly. Not the janitor, if that's his name. <laughs> you you get a point, Mike. <laughs> Pat Darby, station oh. manager. I just remember because it was so fun to say. Ah, uh, Pat Darby, right. Pat Darby, station manager. Talking to him. <laughs> I don't have anything else. I do. I have two. All right, go for it. All see, right. if, see if Mike can get enough points to beat you. <laughs> Season 3, episode 21, The Happiest Show on Earth. What is the Lonely Dolphin's name? Oh, I just heard re listened to that episode, too. Uh, nope. I don't think I'm right, but I want to say Wendy. That is incorrect. Damn it. It is Amber. Ah. Amber. A terrible name for a dolphin. It is a terrible name for a dolphin. <laughs> I remember thinking it's a terrible name for a dolphin, and that's why I went with Wendy, because I was like, that would be an awful name for a dolphin. <laughs> and it would make sense in Disney World, because mm-hmm. the Lost Boy. Yeah. Wendy oh, would yeah. Been good. You're right. That would have made way more sense. Not Amber. Amber. Amber the dolphin. Amber is the color of your energy. No? Dumb, not Mike's bad. energy. <laughs> my, He's not feeling very really... ambery right now. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> Amber. You guys want the last one? Yeah. All right, season three, episode 18. What does Feeney tell Mr. Turner as an excuse for the toilet paper all over his house? I uh, know, it's like on the tip, like I see, I see the scene playing out. In my head. And I see them talking. But the words aren't coming out. This is like not a joke because I can, I remember seeing that happen. I remember Mr. Turner coming around the corner. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then I remember one of our children coming in and talking to Tanya while that scene was playing out. And me thinking, son of a bitch, I can't pay any attention when anyone else is talking. Why are our kids in here? That's what I remember. It oddly gave me a memory of my favorite moment. What I think what my favorite moment of this. But what was that? It, it has nothing to do with anything from that episode <laughs> at all. But it was because Mr. Feeney. But it was when Eric had the Mr. Feeney puppet. Oh, oh my yes. gosh. Yes, I can't wait. Detention, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Matthews. <laughs> yeah. All right. What does he say for the a toilet toga paper? party? He's like, oh, we had a raging yes. toga party and you weren't invited. Yep. Oof. You won. So Tanya's the winner of trivia. Congratulations. Yay. Mike, I'm, I'm going to have to PayPal you 20 bucks or whatever for letting her win. I appreciate that. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Made my life easier. Uh, I threw it. Yeah. <laughs> you started out in the lead and then you were just like, oh, that's right. I got to, I had that, that money. Next time. Next time I'll win. <laughs> next time I'll get a point. Um, <laughs> I definitely did that on purpose, just to be a good husband. Anyway. It's Mother's Day weekend. That's true. It's Tanya Day tomorrow. Happy Mother's Day. Anything else? Yeah, happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Thank you. Do, do we want to say anything? We've been going here for a bit. I think we're good. I had a whole thing where I wanted to go through my notes and read some of my shitty notes. Like, <laughs> it's crazy how bad my right... Like... Going back over my old notes from last week, like, I remember what I was talking about. But 
going back over season or episode two and three and four, like my notes are nonsense. They make no sense to anybody that I knew at the time that they were hard for anybody else to figure out. But even now, four months later, I can't figure it out. I think at one point I didn't write notes and I was trying to read your notes. Yeah. And I was like, what? What does this mean? He had like a weird shorthand going on that did not make sense. I, f- I feel it. You it takes at least it takes you that long to not know. I will make notes in my notepad for book it and debatable, and then I go to look at it like, what was I trying to tell myself? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what half this means. No, when I was recording episode three, I knew what this meant. But here I have goes over, freak out. New guy, bad day, hide so well. <laughs> In episode three, I knew what that meant. Now I don't. Like, I don't know what that was. Oh, yeah. I, I, mine, I write as little as possible. Mm-hmm. So, and I write terrible. Like, my handwriting is really bad when I'm trying to go fast. Yeah. So, one, I, I don't know what it means. Two, I can't read it. Um, like this, I have a, it says, here it says, just says Kimmy. That's all it says. It has a timestamp in Kimmy. I don't, I don't know. That was last week. Was Kimmy Gibbler wrestling? No. Nope. Or were you debating this, about Kimmy Gibbler? This, this was on debatable, because I see the line where I split debatable and, and book it in my notes, so I at least knew what the timestamps were for. No idea what it, what it was. No, whatsoever. We did not talk about that. At, I don't remember what last week was. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> uh, we talked about something and we something else. Uh, Star Wars. We did Star Wars. Is there a Kimmy and... in Star Wars? Nope. Well, we did. We did two. Tur- we did two tournaments last week. We did a Star Wars tournament, a mini tournament on the best villain, and this would have been later on in the episode. And I don't remember what our tournament was. It was... No. Nope. I don't even see our new episode up. There it is. It was Robin Williams movie. So, nope. No idea. <laughs> no, no, None whatsoever. All right. I'm not going to go through all my notes and try to find my dumb notes because it's been almost an hour and a half. Um, anything you want to add, Tanya, before we start to you know sign off here? I don't think I have anything that I want to add, no. So, it's been really great having you on. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I I, I know I talk a lot, and at, at our shows, we're not really uh, timed as much, because I know you guys try to do about an hour. Mm-hmm. We, we can talk. <laughs> I can talk. <laughs> and, yeah, but no, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. This is awesome since I started listening to you guys. Uh, you know, I never would have actually thought I would have been on, the, on an episode. So that's really cool, because like I said, I found you guys. I don't think I ever said I found you guys on... Not on accident, but by happen chance, like I'm going through trying to find. I was like, I want to see what there's any Boy Meets World podcast, and you and two other ones popped up, and you're. I listened to you guys first, and it. it I really enjoyed it. The first first few episodes, I was like, this 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 is pretty <laughs> funny because you know you're having problems, and it was so far in between episodes. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, I need to just hang on. Let's just keep going, and it. You know, I, I just listened to it, and my, my wife even said something. She's like, you keep listening to that. I'm like, it's really good. Like, <laughs> That's I, so know, nice. I, I Yeah, so I really like I really like you guys' show, and, and uh, it I'm glad, I'm happy to be on it. It's crazy, to be honest. You guys, 
<laughs> you guys are just like me. You know, you're just regular people doing podcasts. So I appreciate what you guys do. Yeah, I that's very sweet. We appreciate it. Uh, we don't think we do a great show. <laughs> we just <laughs> you, you do have fun doing it. Um, but you, I mean, I really enjoy Book It. Like I, I listen to Book It now weekly. Um, I appreciate. I need that. to check out Debatable, but I just I have a lot of fun listening to you guys too. So uh, tell tell everybody where they can find you and what they can listen to you on. You can find all the shows on the T13 Media Network on our website at t13media.com. Tip That's media. the letter T. Yeah, the letter T, the number one, three spelled out, media.com. Not to be confused with Tit Media. Um, <laughs> that'll bring us somewhere else. Uh, we, You can find Book It and Debatable. We had some other shows, uh, some shorter run shows, but the two that are active currently are book it and debatable debatable is a little harder to find if you're just trying to search it on spotify so if you go to t13media.com uh you'll find it we're on twitter uh twitch is where we do our live shows every monday and tuesday at 10 about 10 10 p.m eastern standard time uh so you can come hang out with us come make fun of cerulean with us <laughs> uh, which i don't think i mentioned that on air but there's a fan we call uh his name is cerulean done almost all of our chat rooms uh, we we roast them quite a bit. And every uh, now and then you stream some games. I popped in for a little uh, yep. bit a few weeks ago. You were streaming some Star Fox. Yep, I I pulled out my old N sixty four from when I was a kid. I still had it, oh. and uh, I stream I streamed some Star Fox, and uh, I do more Madden streams because that's mostly what I play because it's pretty quick. But I am gonna start streaming PS two, and probably some more Nintendo. Uh, and not me personally, but my friend Travi, uh, Travi T, he also has a Twitch, uh, which I can't remember because he has a X I I, I don't <laughs> yeah. know, man. He's he's he, the one who named T13 Media, so you should check your notes and see if you have it in there somewhere. It's I, actually I it's do. Kimmy. It's it's weird. It's, <laughs> it's Kimmy. Kimmy. It's Kimmy. Uh, it's it's definitely in here, but it's it's but you can find it all on T13Media.com. You can find all of our our stuff there. And yeah, come listen to us. And if you like the show, come come listen to a live show because that's where you get all the raw uncut of us editing the input. You'll find out what Kimmy means because I'm sure. I know <laughs> you guys, you you just record so late, and I'm an old man. And... Yeah, I was about uh, to say yeah. ten o'clock. You guys are night owls. We are like we... turning our lights off at ten. O'clock. It's ten forty right now, and I'm dying. All right, anything you want to add, Tanya? Uh, just that you can find us on Twitter at BMG and BMW. You can email us at BMG and BMW at gmail.com. And then we got a Facebook. We yeah, got just type in Boy Meets, Girl Meets, stuff. Boy Meets World. What? Boy Meets, Boy Meets, Boy Meets World? I said World? Boy Meets, Girl Meets, Boy Meets World, but you were talking over me. I do that. That's what I do. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter. Just look around. But uh, Mike, we really appreciate having you on. It's been fantastic. Um, Thank you. It's been nice having someone else to bounce ideas off of and mm-hmm. someone who doesn't just disagree with everything I say. Hey. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. I-, I feel like that way too. Everybody always disagrees with me. <laughs> um, so thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 3 Final Exam. Class dismissed.